Sunshine. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. That's Joe Bailey. That is Susan J. Cokes. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know what? I am not going to tell tales out of school. Okay. Um, this re-emerging into the world is exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could sense, I could sense something from you. You have had more. Uh, practice at it than I this year. Yes, for but sure. We started rehearsals on our new show, really in earnest this week, and mm-hmm. it's just I'm just tired. Yeah, yeah. I did have head over heels, so that broke the seal. But I'll tell you, the first night we had rehearsal, I had a panic attack. I had a little panic attack. Um, did the not want to go. Night? The very first night, did not want to go. And then I feel like I don't have the rehearsal schedule on me, but I feel like we had a little break. And so then when we got back at it the next week, I did it again. I was depressed all day. I had a panic attack. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I I'm, this is gross. I don't feel good. But once you get into it, you will, it'll be fine. It'll make you feel better. It will. It just takes a minute. Yeah. And it's interesting, yeah. you know, people are like, how's it going? And it feels completely familiar and completely foreign at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to fucking act anymore. You've seen it. You've, you have oh, witnessed I've, it. I've seen it. Okay. Well, maybe don't agree <laughs> that readily. Uh, I don't know what characters I play. It's just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I can it's attest true. to that. Boy. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I had lunch with uh, FOP Gretchen today mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she asked how she, I thought it was going. And I said, well, I, it's I don't know. Like, I'm not yeah. having I'm not having a blast. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, some of it just feels perfunctory. Um, so it's just weird. It's weird. It feels Well, you know what? I I can only imagine. It feels like being through, you know, let's say, and please no one take offense to this because I'm not equating it to this at all. It's just what's coming to mind. It's like being through a war with people and then you get home and you're like, okay, that's done. How do we act around each other? Like, I think that just we don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And I did read something interesting uh, the other day, a friend shared on Facebook, like, because I think there's these conflicting feelings too of, you know, you're depressed, you feel weird, you don't know how to act around people. And then you put um, guilt on top of that because you think to yourself, especially someone like me who gets to work from home and I'm in a nicer home now and just stuff has actually kind of been going great. To still be depressed and to still be traumatized, you feel guilt. Mm-hmm. And um, a friend shared on Facebook, like, it's okay to feel that way. It's actually healthy to feel that way because you can't help how your body responds to things. And you've been in panic mode, trauma response for almost two years now. So it doesn't matter how well things are going. You're still going to feel bad because this is new territory. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know? And I think, too, we're not, you know, it's just a, it's a different physical space. Mm-hmm. It's also playing into it mm-hmm. in addition to having all of that time away from it. So it's just all weird. Yeah. Exhausting. Like that first night I was like jazzed. And I think because I had coffee that night of the first rehearsal, which I also have not been doing at night. Okay. Pandemic. Okay. As a rule. Um, And so I got home and I was just like, but now this week, and plus it's, you know, been three days in a row that we've been out late. And by late, I mean, you know, 930. uh, Listen, that's still past past my bedtime. bedtime. Past, way past. So, yeah. So, like, last night when you were like, let's let's leave. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And now I wasn't exhausted or anything yet. But it is nice to just know that it's not 10 o'clock. Exactly. Yeah. How are are you doing? You know, okay. Like I said, I had a couple rough days there. But it's interesting because I feel like on my roughest days, Whoever I talk to is feeling the same way. And I just find that interesting. I find that very interesting. So it's something, I don't know if it's something in the water. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's something in the atmosphere. Everyone sort of feels the same way. So it kind of makes you feel better. Like it's not, it's not just you. The entire universe feels this way, but I've gotten better this week. So, you know, we'll see. It's day by day. It's day by day. Yeah. As they like to say in Godspell. Oh, God. Godspell. Yeah. 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 What else? What's exciting? What's happening? What's going on? I am excited that it's the middle of September. I'm ready for the weather to change. Yes. Same. It is my favorite time of year. Not right now, but the fall. Mm -hmm, The autumn. The autumn. autumn. And, uh, you know, crisp, crisp days. Yeah. And uh, sweater nights, layers. Crisp days and sweater nights. I mean, this fall to Cinemax. (laughs) Welcome to Crisp Days and Sweater Nights. (laughs) Starring Chris Evans. (laughs) Starring Denise Richards. (laughs) Oh, Denise Richards. Is she uh, still alive? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Good for you for being alive. Congratulations. Speaking of which, are you up to date on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? No. No. Okay. See, listen, you need to come to the table with some stuff. I know. It's been a week. I'm telling you. All right. So, no. We did watch Salt Lake City. Okay. And she gets... Oh, juicy. It's how I like my housewives. I like Uh, them juicy. Yeah. Arrested on camera. Yeah, that is you can't ask for anything better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? No RuPaul's, no cult related activities. Uh, Let's see, did that? that. that. Allison Mack did start her jail sentence, prison sentence, excuse me, early. Early. Look at you, girl, getting two weeks early. She's like, you know what? I don't have anything else going on. Let me just go to prison. Right? I'm wondering uh, the, the the anticipation must have been so terrible so yeah Yeah. let's just fucking get it over with yeah it's i mean it just seems so rare the cases where you're like well you uh are sentenced to three years in prison and you're going to start that in like six months or whatever right we like just we're just so used to yes like go right now from the courtroom like if law and order has taught us anything it's that they get cuffed right there you start immediately yeah and that's then there's time served and all this kind of stuff you're out in three months right i think that just must be had to have that hanging over your head 
Yeah. And that just must feel absolutely terrible. But you know what else feels terrible is a fucking brand in your pubic area and being sex trafficked. That also feels terrible. So go fuck yourself. I wouldn't know that, but I, yes, I can imagine that. I mean, I'm imagining too. I have not gotten branded in a while. It's been a while. (laughs) And when I when I did, it was not in my pubic area. Well, correct, because no, thank you, ma'am. It was on my arse cheek. <laughs> arse, and it says arse. It's very strange. <laughs> what else? God, we lead boring lives. Why are we doing a podcast? Why do people listen <sighs> to us? What's happening? Are they though? They are listening to us in uh, somewhere. Not Taiwan anymore. I feel like that's dropped. No, I, it seems like our habit. We hit big and then we fall just as Yeah, because I think what's happening is those big numbers are people going, what is this? And then, and going, then the drop oh. is going, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I see what this nonsense is. I now I, understand. My curiosity was peaked. And, and now I've is, had my fill. It is no longer peaked. <laughs> so good day to you. Uh, Korea. Korea is where Korea. we are now hitting All big. Right. Okay. Number 45 in Korea. Well, we'll drop down. We'll we'll take a dramatic dip next week. It's fine. I'm assuming that is South Korea. Sure. And thus, you know, Kim Jong-un has made us mandatory listening. Oh, my God. What if we're, like, torturing some places? Oh, my God. I bet there are people who listen who would be like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They listen to you in prison. Okay. I, I, I did go see a live theater show last weekend and how was that it was it was nice i felt completely safe and uh yeah it was good there were about 25 people there and when you when you got there there was someone waiting outside of the building with a clipboard and had to show our uh vaccination cards with our id and then we had to make sure that we put on a mask before we went inside and uh okay. no concessions okay um but yeah and we're going to one tonight too so oh what are you seeing tonight uh we're seeing the show down at theater nova okay lifespan of a fact oh yes 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 yeah and that uh, and broadway is reopening like our friend jeff went to the, the reopening night of wicked Oh my God, he was there. He was. Took some of footage on I his saw phone. Some video of it. Oh my God. It was, it was like, it looked like it was sold out. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. See, we go to the movies, um, but like every time we've gone, maybe we've gone three times, two times, three times. You know, we're one of 10 people in the theater. Right. And they have seats socially distanced and stuff, but I don't know a packed house. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, it was it was exhilarating to see it, um, but also just again just weird to now, see. Now, do you know? I don't know why you would know this, but maybe you do. Do you have to be? Do you have to show a vaccination card to get into Broadway houses? Yeah. I'll see. Okay. All right. I might be okay with that. I might be okay with that. Yeah. And now, like, Hamilton reopened, and Chicago, and Six is finally opening tonight. They were scheduled to open on March 12th of 2020, which is when they shut down Broadway. So they never got their proper opening night. Oh, no. So they're reopening tonight. Our friend Jeff is going to be there for that. And uh, so it's exciting. It's exciting that things are happening. All right. Yeah. Let's do this. 
Let's um, do this, let's mofos. Do this. Um, speaking of which, who we're talking about today? Uh, today we are talking about now this particular young. She's young. Uh, is yeah. as I said last week, she is having a moment, and so that was why I wanted to talk about Beanie Feldstein. Ah, a delight. She is just a delight. Just a delight. Now, I have to be full, what's the word I'm looking for? Fully. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. I was going to okay. say full frontal, and that is not. Listen, I got to be full frontal. <laughs> we do. Uh, hold on one minute. Let me stand up. Um, <laughs> full disclosure. My initial introduction to Beanie Feldstein was in the trailer of Neighbors 2. Hilarious. And I said to Joe when I saw her, because she gets hit by a car in that movie. And so when uh, I saw her in that trailer, I said to Joe, is that Suze? Oh, you equated me to her? Yes, because I thought uh, she looked like you. Love it. She is cute. Neighbors to Sorority Rising. Her hair was longer than yours, but I thought she had similar facial features to yours. Well, that is just delightful. Um, I love her. She's a cutie patootie, so that is a that is a compliment. Do you remember your first introduction to her? You know, I think it was, hey, here's this guy's sister. I honestly don't. I mean, my introduction, my first thing watching was probably uh what we do in the shadows, which was just like a couple hmm. weeks ago. Interesting. So like my formal introduction to her, you know. Nice. What I mean? mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I adore her. I there's just something about her that you just want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. She seems so completely genuine mm-hmm. and just so funny. And let's get into it. So Elizabeth Greer Feldstein. What a cute name. Seriously, was born on June 24th, 1993. Wow. Oh, I know. Such a youngster. She was born in Los Angeles. She is the only daughter of her mother, who is called Sharon, uh, who is a costume designer and a fashion stylist. Mm. And her father, Richard Feldstein, who uh, is, maybe was, a tour accountant for Guns N' Roses. How very interesting. Isn't it? It's such mm-hmm. an L.A. kind of thing. hmm She is the youngest of three children. Her elder brother is, of course, Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. And her eldest brother, uh, Jordan, was the manager for Maroon 5. This uh, is all over the place. Yes, but he died suddenly of a blood no. clot at age 40 in 2017. Aww. Yes. Um, and, uh, oh, sorry, I got my information, uh, of course, from Wikipedia, from an article in Looper, an article in Vogue, Ooh. and uh, an article in W. Nice. Uh, so this is from Jonah Hill, uh, a quote from Jonah Hill. Um, they are ridiculously close mm, to, uh, to one it. another. So he says, anyone who's known us forever knows in real life, Beanie is the star. She's very strong and she won't waver from that. Her infrastructure is like she's known who she was since she was 13, 14 years old. Mm. Her name Beanie comes from, uh, she had an English nanny growing up until she was five. 
And this nanny would call her Elizabeanie. Uh, and Jonah suggested that they shorten it. And so Beanie stuck. And she's just always answered to that. All right. She attended the Harvard Westlake School in Los Angeles. And she also went to the famous Stage Door Manor, which is that famous theater camp in New York. She and fellow Broadway and film actor Ben Platt have been best friends since high school. The two met while they were at Harvard Westlake Academy. Uh, where they starred together in multiple drama productions and bonded over their shared love of musical theater. And they even went to the prom together. Cute. On his 16th birthday, she says, I gave him monogrammed cufflinks. I actually cut out construction paper and with a magic marker wrote, for when you win your first Tony, she told Vogue in 2017. I think back to us riding to school together, singing Gypsy in the car or next to normal, being able to watch him and for him to watch me. It's been really emotional. It's truly out of our wildest dreams. That's awesome. It really is. She graduated from Wesleyan University in 2015, which was only six years ago, uh, with a degree in sociology. Now, while you might expect that she would have majored in theater, she actually took a different route and studied sociology. She says, I'd talked to Patti LuPone more than I ever thought I would in my lifetime. I had dissected every Sondheim musical. I needed to think about other things and was craving to continue my academic journey because I felt like I had cheated myself out of some of it, she said. It was through her sociology classes that she was able to better understand the world around her which is especially useful uh, for being an actress. All right. In 2020, she championed body positivity when she partnered with inclusive lingerie brand Airy and became an Airy Real role model. She says, that feels like such a great fit between what I am and what I love to do and what I want to put out into the world and a brand that has already been doing that for a long time, she told Harper's Bazaar. Uh, Beanie Feldstein feels content with her body, but she also refuses to take roles that highlight it as a defining feature of a character. Love it. I know. She says, the only thing I ever heard when I was younger, because I was chubby and I love to sing, was have you ever played Tracy Turnblad? Yep. Yep. Uh, what about all these other roles I would love to play and why am I excluded from them because of my dress size or whatever it might be? And I did not know this. She identifies as queer. Oh, okay. And she has been in a relationship with English producer Bonnie Chance Roberts since 2018. Oh, I know. Isn't that lovely? Love it. And that's just, uh, I mean, she's very young, so there's not a lot of information on right. her yet. Uh, and she will continue to build that. Well, she is just, she has done, she's done more than I thought. Um, she made her acting debut in 2002 appearing in the abc comedy series my wife and kids um in 2012 she played megan in the musical television pilot madison high that sounds terrible no offense (laughs) um in 2015 uh feldstein appeared as a guest in the third season of orange is new black oh see i'd stopped watching it uh that same year she played the role of anna in the comedy film fangirl she received recognition with a movie significant with a more significant role in the movie Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising. Uh, that was in 2016. Uh, Fieldstein also was cast as Lydia Harris in the period drama pilot 
The Devil You Know. She's had a guest appearance on Will and Grace. She starred in Whitney Cummings' directorial debut film, The Female Brain, which premiered at the LA Film Festival in June 2017. Uh, She was also Eyelight. This is my introduction to her. She was in Lady Bird. I totally forgot about that. And that film won... Mm, uh, it got a nomination for Best Picture, and she was nominated for a Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Uh, she has a re- she had a reoccurring role as Jenna in What We Do in the Shadows. Um, let me see. And in 2019, she started in Olivia Wilde's directorial be- debut, the high school comedy Booksmart. Her performance garnered widespread critical acclaim and a nomination for the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress, Motion, Picture, Comedy, or Musical. She later portrayed the British lead character, Joanna Morrigan, in the coming-of-age comedy film, How to Build a Girl, uh, which was adapted from a novel. Um, let me see. Ooh, in 2020, she guest starred as Tess Anderson, a new intern at Gray Sloan Memorial Hospital on Gray's Anatomy. <laughs> and she said that it was a dream of hers to appear on that show since she was a child. She's also done a voice on The Simpsons. Uh, and she performed in Take Me to the World, a Sondheim 90th celebration, performing a cover of It Takes Two from Into the Woods with Ben Platt. Aww. How exciting must that have been? Uh, she plays Monica Lewinsky, an American crime story. Um, and it was announced in... 2019, it was announced that she would be starring in a film adaptation of Merrily We Roll Along uh, with Ben Platt as well. Um, And this is the big news. On August 11, 2021, it was announced that she was set to star as Fanny Bryce in the Broadway revival of Funny Girl. Huge. That is huge. huge. I love it for so many reasons. Um, Yeah. Most of which that Leah Michelle doesn't get to do it because she's a terrible person. Yeah. They have been, I mean, there have been a few attempts to revive that show over the years, but everyone's been afraid to step into Barbara's shoes. Sure, sure, sure. For a while, uh, Lauren Ambrose was attached to that. Weird. And then it was Leah Michelle. I know. Um, yeah, but I, I can't think of anyone who was more perfect. When she was three, Beanie Feldstein, she had a, a uh, funny girl themed birthday party. Oh my God. And there are pictures of her out there in the world wearing the leopard coat and hat when she's three. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. So cute. Um, it's yeah. She's going to be amazing. I saw her and she was in hello Dolly with Bette Midler. Um, and she was so great. I didn't, I don't, I, tend not to read programs until after the fact. And so after the show, I read it and I was like, oh, that's the girl from Neighbors 2, mm-hmm. um, who is Jonah Hill's sister. Um, but she's so great. She's definitely got the chops for it. And this Merrily We Roll Along movie is, you know, they're filming it over 20 years. Mm. So I probably won't get to see it. But um, <laughs> so wait, what? Wait a minute. They're filming it over 20 years. In yes. re- they're doing real time. They are. Because it's Richard Linklater. 
and uh, who did Boyhood, which he filmed over 14 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So they finished the first section. They finished filming the first section, which will be, the I'm assuming, the end of the movie when they're younger. And then he'll just keep filming for the next 20 years or so. Oh. Yeah. That's... I don't like that. That 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 just takes that. That's that's. There's too many variables. I'm sorry. There are a lot of variables, but on the other hand, then you get something like Dear Dear Evan Hansen, where we have you know Ben Platt Jesus looking like he's 45. Christ. Hello, fellow student. kids. He looks so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I mean, his response to all that, while truthful. And I appreciate that is just so douchey. Like I wanted to do it. And my dad's a producer. So that's what happened. Like there were ways. I mean, I am shocked to learn that Beanie Feldstein is 28 years old. Cause she does look 18 years old. Yeah, she does. She could pull it off. She could pull it off. There are ways to get like, if the people that they had cast around him were older, um, a better wig like he didn't need to stand out like a sore fucking thumb and that's not <laughs> his fault completely but i feel like especially if your dad is a producer you could be like hold, hold on hold on my castmates are literal 17 year olds yeah i don't think this is going to work and he just wanted to do it so bad that he just didn't care and that doesn't sit right with me no and now the reviews have not been kind Right. Well, because now I have not seen Dear Evan Hansen. I've listened to some of it, but I have not seen it. But from what I gleaned from it, I'm like, I don't know that I would like this. This character seems real problematic. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. I feel like the, I feel like with my complicated relationship with Hamilton, I feel like I now have that same relationship with this show. I have not seen it, but yeah. I, I now have all these opinions about it that I feel are insurmountable from enjoying the show. Right. And so he just feels real problematic. Um, now, listen, the songs are gorgeous. And Ben Platt, it, he sings. I mean, listen, they're gorgeous. And the way he sings is gorgeous. But yeah, I felt like it. the title character was real problematic. And I was just like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. And so a lot of the reviews are saying, you know, without the spectacular stuff going on on stage, the visual stuff, the um, tech stuff, all of that. When it's just in a film, you really can see he's an asshole and you're meant to like him and it's impossible. Yeah. And the fact that he also doesn't look the part anymore then adds on to that. Yeah. So like, it's just like it's fucking terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of want to see it just to see how terrible it is. Honestly, I want to see it just so I can see Julianne Moore sing. Can she sing? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I don't know. That's why I want to see it. And I, and I, I don't, I'm just tired of Amy Adams. So. Yeah. I could take her or leave her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've got a little exhaustion from her too. That's weird. Um, yeah. It's AAF. Amy Adams fatigue. <laughs> um, so we, so, so, all right. So here's why we watch what we watch this week. Um, so I had really put all of my eggs into the, how to build a girl basket uh -huh, uh -huh. and then watched it and did not love it. Um, and did not love it enough to the point that I did not want to 
talk about it on this That's program. Hilarious. Now, let me ask you this: since she was a British character, was it convincing? Absolutely. She definitely had her Renee Zellweger moment. Nice. Uh, She pulled that off. And it started out real promising, but then it just got real dumb and real like. Okay. Uh, So, but, but I I do want to say this. She has a lot of sex in that movie and I am here for it because you never see the chubbier girl getting the dick and she gets it with more than one person. And yes. And so, and that is what, one of the things I love about her, that whole body positivity thing, like, I love that she gets the guy sometimes. Yeah. And it's not meant love like it. a joke, you know? Right. It's not, it wasn't, he accidentally fell in love with her after taking a bet that he could bed exactly. the fatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So for people to fall in love with me, it needs to be based on a bet or something of that nature. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Or in uh, isn't it romantic that Rebel Wilson movie before she lost all the weight, she was like paired with Chris Hemsworth, but it was all like a fantasy or like a you know she right. conked on the head or something. Right. And we'd already covered Lady Bird in the Laurie Metcalf episode, mm-hmm. so that really pared down our film options. Yes. Yes. So yes. we decided to count sort of the first two episodes of Impeachment, mm-hmm. and then the beginnings of what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. and then the film Booksmart. Yes. So how? What would you like to talk about? First. Let's do the TV first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also was a bad host this week and did not finish all of my duties on that end. Okay. So okay. I watched like the first one and a half of impeachment. Okay. Okay. So what are your thoughts on impeachment? Gosh, I find it interesting. I think that she is just, she's just such a cutie patoot. She is. She's such she a cutie patoot. And you so just beautiful. root for her. And she yeah, is. Yeah, she really is. Um, this is going to sound really strange. She's so symmetrical. Like, <laughs> she just really is a cutie. Here's little things about, her voice is very distinctive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I've heard Monica Lewinsky talk. So when I listen to her talk, I'm like, does Malika Lewinsky sound like that? I get hung up on weird things, but I think she's cute. Sarah Paulson, they really made her look like Linda Tripp. Yeah. Uh, They did a really good job on that. Um, Who is President Clinton? Clive Owen. Okay. Really? That's stunt casting. He just looks weird. Like there's a million other white dudes. Who could Doesn't, have had prosthetics slapped on them? Who could have yes. looked exactly like Bill Clinton? Yes, like that's not casting. look like Bill Clinton. He looks just no. weird. He looks we- it's weird. I watch Ryan Murphy's shows sometimes, and I think, am I being punked? Like, yes. do you know what I mean? Like, is this some sort of satirical spin? Did you get Clive <laughs> Owen because he's the furthest thing from Bill Clinton? So I'm enjoying it because we sort of lived through it historically. Mm-hmm. I don't think if we had, I would care as much. Like the woman who plays um, Paula, Paula Poundstone. Poundstone. No, Paula Abdul. Paula <laughs> Pell. No. Um, <clears throat> Paula Paula Jones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's a million other people they could have gotten that would have looked and sounded like. Like, a lot of times when he does shows, he makes the actors, he directs them into a caricature-y way. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, I think Ryan Murphy is a huge star fucker and just likes yes. to collect stars. Yes. Regardless of if they are fit for the role or not. He just wants names, names, names. Names, 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 names. Mm. Um, I, I do have to say, hold that thought. I yeah, do yeah. enjoy Colby Smulders as Ann Coulter. Okay, so here's my <laughs> relationship with Colby Smulders. I can't tell if she's a good actress or not, or if she's just boring in real life. Yeah, I'm going to give you that one because uh, certainly like the, probably the least interesting character on How I Met Your Mother. Um, right. But then she played Robin Sparkles. That is true. So it's like, did you just get lucky there? Because she's also part of the MCU, but she plays a very sedate, very serious character. And so I like her, but I don't know if it's because she's good or she's just got lucky. <laughs> I want to see her do something like, and like, she's good as Ann Coulter and she sounds as close to her as I think you could <laughs> being a normal person. But yeah, I still don't know. I yeah. still don't know. I I've, want her to do something that's like fantastical so I can really see yeah. her range. That's fair. But I do enjoy her in this show. What are your feelings? Because people have feelings about this. Um, the quote unquote fat suit on Sarah Paulson. I mean, uh, you mean in terms of like, instead of hiring someone who actually has that body yes. type? Yes. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't give it a pass, but I'm not surprised just because it's Ryan Murphy and, you know, yeah. his relationship with. Sarah Paulson anyway. And of course he's going to give her the showiest role. Right now. And, and that's kind of how I feel like, okay, she's like part of his troop. Of course, that's going to be the role that she plays. And also like fat suit, fat suit to me is Gwyneth Paltrow in shallow hell In shallow hell. Yeah. Like that's a fat suit to me. This to me, I mean, it's just drag. It's just padding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She does a good job. So it doesn't really bother me. So when people, I feel like sometimes people take up these mantles of these things and it's like, well, but uh, I'm a fat person. I don't care. Like it's that doesn't. Fun. Yeah. Like I she's was, an actor. Yeah. And I was not watching it going, how dare you, sir? Yeah. Like it's yeah. So I don't, I don't, I just wanted to get your thoughts because I know that other people have had thoughts and have been roasting her about it. I'm like, She's an actor. She does a good job. It's a few pounds. It's makeup. Yeah. It's 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 fine. It's really fine. It's fine. What else about that show? Oh, okay. Listen, listen. Here is the most egregious thing about this show so far. Although we haven't seen much of her. The fact that Hillary Clinton is played by Edie Falco is the most ridiculous fucking thing I have she sort of okay looks like her sort of she's only said one thing so I can't really judge but so far the thing she said I was like that was Edie Falco that was fucking Edie Falco saying that line like she I didn't, didn't try to I didn't she's know the it was first at yeah no I was like Joe was like is that Hillary I'm like no and then she yeah. left and then I was like oh wait a minute I think that was Edie Falco I didn't yeah. recognize her yeah like, but she, they were in the bathroom. Oh, ho hello. Like that. Hillary yeah. Clinton doesn't fucking talk like that. Would you no. try acting maybe? Yeah, so you're <laughs> totally right. Again, she 
kind of, and she has blonde hair. So that's where the similarity ends. Right, 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 right. She's got a blonde, weird, shaggy bob. There. Roughly the same age range right. that she would have been back then. Right. And that's it. So it's that type of casting where I'm like, Ryan, like, are we being punked? Like, why did you do that as a satirical choice? Like, why? Like, yes, Edie Falco is a great actress. But was it a choice to say, just use your own voice. Don't sound anything like Hillary Clinton, which yeah. is the opposite of you. And it's, I mean, it's really the same thing with Feud. Jessica Lange is nothing like Joan Crawford. Didn't try to sound like her. And it's just, it's that same thing. It's like, yeah, I get it totally. Like, it's it bothers me. Yeah, it, it, pulls, me. it pulls you out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I take Clive Owen more than I take Edie Falco, honestly. Yes, yeah. I'm with you there, too. But Beanie is so far a delight. And yeah, you root for her and you're like, oh, my God. And just and knowing that Monica Lewinsky in real life has such a sense of humor about it all. Um, yeah, like I'm team Monica. Let's do this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, just Bill Clinton's a pig. Right. Um, that I mean, just uh, Jesus, that whole circus that erupted from all of that. And then to go turn around and then, you know, 20 years later, elect someone who in that like, same party who was like, right, let's just finger bang everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. still get elected. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> what we do in the shadows. Now, full disclosure, I've only watched the first episode of what we do in the shadows. Okay. Was she in it? I can't remember. She was in it. Okay. She was not much, but she was. Now, because I wanted to get your opinion on this show in general anyway. I, and I have a feeling, but you tell me, how did you, do you like it? Do you enjoy it? So here's the thing about it. I did not love the movie. And so that's why I've not watched the program. Okay. And so Joe and I watched it, uh, the first episode, and neither one of us were like seemingly jazzed about it until okay. probably about 20 minutes in. Okay. When the lady vampire meets up with the fella who's masturbating. <laughs> And then she was uh, so funny. She, Nadia is the fucking yes. best thing about that show. I love her so much. And then Beanie, Beanie is just always a delight and will always make me laugh whatever she's doing. Just so cute. Um, but then by the last like 10 minutes, we were both like, okay. I can understand people not liking it. I can. I think that it's a very specific sort of comedy. It's one of those shows that is so fucking stupid that it's hysterical. Like, it's just dumb. <laughs> I love it so much. So, Beanie plays. So, if you have not watched the show, they're vampires, right? And um, one of the vampires has uh, a familia, uh, Guillermo. And so, Oftentimes they um, task Guillermo with finding virgins because that's the best blood. And so basically he's been feeding his friends to <laughs> these vampires. And Beanie Feldstein is one of them, but he not, he doesn't want to do this anymore. He, you know, they're his friends. Um, but uh, was it Nadia that made her? It was Nadia that made her. Oh, you haven't gotten that far. Spoiler, she becomes a vampire. I figured that she probably would, but um, and she loves it. <laughs> Cause she can fly, she can do all these things. But when she first becomes a vampire, she's very ill and doesn't realize what's happening. <laughs> so 
her roommate like calls 911 and stuff and she's just levitating over her bed like do you think it's like strap (laughs) stick with it it's just it's it's dumb and it's funny I think we are going to stick with it. We yeah. I, Conversely, just as a counterpoint, because, you know, we watch a sitcom when we eat lunch together during the week. And oh. so we just finished, uh, we were watching Talk Show, the game show. That finished, so we decided to watch Third Rock from the Sun because neither one of us had watched it. Mm-hmm. So we watched the pilot, and then we were both like, eh. hmm. <laughs> well. that, uh, that was enough. <laughs> yeah. So I think we felt more positive at the end of what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more fun to binge as a book because now we're current, so we have to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's more it is more fun to binge it, but I love it. It's just so ridiculous. Um, she's no she was only in the first season, I think a couple of episodes in the second. She's now a vampire, but we haven't seen her since. But she's just so cute this little girl with like this nerdy girl with no confidence and then becomes this vampire and she just fucking loves it and i love that (laughs) so that's really all but stick with it it's great all right then we will okay fine we will okay do it god so the main course for the day then yes is going to be book smart oh oh my god oh I'm so sorry. Real quick. Yeah. What we do in the shadows is the sick, is the show like the movie or is it one of those things where is it, or is it like Buffy the vampire Slayer where it's no, nothing like the movie. I mean, it's the same principle. Documentary crew is following around some vampires. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay. All right. Go. Smart. So I just need to say what a directorial debut from Olivia Wilde. Wow. She's got the chops. Holy for sure. Shit. Open May 24th, 2019. Thoughts. Go. I fucking loved it. I'm obsessed. I have watched it four times. Oh, my God. And see, I thought you had seen it already when we I talked about it. I had never seen it. That's amazing. I'm so glad that this was your first time. Or uh, now four times. I, as soon as it ended... I started back at the beginning. I have never done that before. It is so charming. It is so funny. It, it it's it's just so it's delightful. I love it. I love I, you. You say stuff now because I will go on for like an hour. I love it. It's so great. I mean, if you if you have not seen Booksmart, you should first of yes, all. Yes. It's available on Hulu, and it's. It really is a high school comedy, coming of age, graduating from high school that could very easily have had two boys in the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two girls get to do everything that those boys would have done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's sex, there's drugs, there's drinking. Oh, my um, God. There's just joy there's but the what comes with having female leads, there's also real feeling in it Mm -hmm. there's pathos there's friendship um there's regret uh it's the it's really the full gamut it really is all packaged in this what looks from the outside it's just a silly little high school comedy it's not it's just it's 
it has all those same high school character stereotypes, but then it just blows them away. Yep. Yep. What I loved the, the chemistry between the two leads. And I think I read somewhere where a lot of their stuff was just improvised where Olivia Wilde just let them go because their chemistry was so great. Um, my favorite thing of the movie, you know, they're two, these two girls that have just studied their whole high school career, their best friends, they're attached at the hip. Um, all they've done was study. They even made a pact. Like they're not going to party. They're not going to have that high school experience because they're just going to study and do well so they can get into these Ivy league colleges. And so they decide to go to this graduation night party, this party the day before they graduate. Um, and there's, I don't want to spoil anything because it's just, oh God, it's so, I love it. So much. I think I'm going to watch it again. I love it <laughs> so much. So, so much. Um, my favorite part is when they finally, after all of this, these things, they finally get to this party and see, they're not friends with these people. They interact with them, but they're not real. They're, they're kind of only friends with each other and one teacher, but they get to this party and they're welcomed with open arms. And I, it's just so sweet, but it doesn't come off as fake. It's totally believable. Um, their evening is totally believable. Um, but can we discuss, please, Miss Billy Lord? Is- Thank you. I was just getting ready for my pause to say we need to talk about Billy fucking Lord. She is. This is her best work. So goddamn good. So fucking mother fucking funny. So funny. So good. Because she's another one where I was like, I love her because she's Princess Leia's daughter. Right. I love her. And I like some stuff she's done, but I'm like, is she good? Or does she yes. just get these tech kind of like the Colby's book? No, she's fucking amazing. So funny. Um, oh. Screenwriter Katie Silverman said that Billy Lord did such an impressive performance that extra scenes were written specifically for her as the filming was continued. Oh, how the fuck did you get here? (laughs) So funny. I also love that whole thing with uh, that girl they call Triple A, and she has that encounter with her at the end that just subverts the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so smart and so funny and so just smart. so dear that yes. it's just such a great great movie. Literally, every character in this movie is likable. Yep. Even if they don't start out likable. You get to know every character and there's a lot of people in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the, um, Oh, I don't know if I should spoil this though. I'm going to spoil it. The girl that, um, uh, Amy has a crush on, Mm -hmm. uh, she's just the cutest and she's described perfectly. She always just looks happy. And she does this Mm -hmm. act. She just always looks happy and just like, she's having the best time at life. The other scene, the karaoke scene Mm -hmm. where they're just all bonded. The the theater kids, the way they react to graduate. It's just, it's a feel good. Not even the uncomfortable parts are not look away uncomfortable 
they're it just it's just perfect. In fact, the most uncomfortable I was is going, oh my God, Jason Sudeikis, I really love him. Oh, yeah. that's why he's oh no. Yeah. Because they were together. Olivia Wilde and him were together, together when they made this movie, and now they're not. And that's sad because they should always, they're one of those couples that should just always be together. Yeah, they're one of those couples that it's like, oh my God, if they break up, the world is coming to an end. That's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hahn. Yep. That is Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> there's others that if they break up, it's like, no. And they were two of them. And he's, uh, ah. Guys, watch it. I, I want to talk about every little scene. I want to sit here and watch it and comment on it the entire time. But I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Just go watch it. It's so good. It's just so good. And their friendship. Oh, their friendship is delightful. And uh, and the parents, Lisa yeah, Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow, Will Forte. Just, <laughs> I love it so Lisa Kudrow, when they have the panda. (laughs) Make it stop. Make it stop. (laughs) Yeah, Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Deaver are just so dear and delightful and believable and just, just best friends. And you, and that's it. They're best friends. They're best friends. And they're the, they're the best type of best friends. Oh God. Just so. And also biggest thing is. Her weight, it has nothing to do with her personality. It's never nothing. mentioned. In nope. fact, there's a whole scene about um, these dudes. They don't know she's there, but they're talking about how cute she is. Um, it's their, it's her personality. They don't like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just, it's, it's great. I love it so much. I wish this had come out when I was in high school. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I think it, and I know it's corny to say because it's about a movie, but listen, I love movies more than anything. Um, It's really, it just would have probably changed my perspective on a lot of things, I think. Yeah. It's one of the nice things about millennials, like just this openness and like, you know, uh, just such a, it's just so different now than it was when we were coming up, Mm -hmm. you know, just Mm -hmm. in terms of like social life and socializing and, you know. Right everything's a mystery you don't get to know anyone um yeah oh it's so good it's just so good um i do have one little piece of trivia that i wanted to share also yes please so delta airlines had removed several scenes from this movie when it was their one of their in-flight movies specifically those containing same-sex interactions oh you don't see after viewers, fuck on. after viewers pointed out to Olivia Wilde on Twitter, she said that she was heartbroken about the censorship and as those scenes are an in- integral part of the main one of the main characters' journey. She urged Delta to rectify their decision and pleaded to any other airline to do the same for similar movies. And soon afterwards, Delta announced that those scenes would be reinstated. Good. Because yeah. first of all, first of fucking all, you don't see anything. No. Really? Yeah, no. You see more on TV. Yes. It's, it's just because it's two girls. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's see that shit pisses me off. Yeah, stupid. And it, and the scene is actually very sweet and funny. <laughs> and funny. <laughs> like how do you do, and it, and real once again like uh, that's not no this is <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Oh, it's go, please. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. 
And if you have seen it and didn't like it, watch it again. And if you still don't like it, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> this is true. But if you have, like I saw it, loved it when I saw it and haven't watched it in probably since it came out. So that's, you know, five years, four years, mm-hmm, four mm-hmm. years. Uh, I watched it and just loved it all over again. And she was 24 then and she totally passed for a high school senior. 100 percent yes yes maybe that's why ben thought he could get away with it well my best friend can do it yeah Yeah, you don't you are not beanie feldstein ben platt you can't do it you can't honey bunny sorry but yes watch book smart let us know what you think about billy lord because she's so fucking good in this so good totally forgotten she was in it until she showed up and then i was like oh that's right and then i just was like love her love her love her love her love her Everything she does, every subsequent scene, it's funnier, funnier, funnier. funnier. <laughs> yep. How the fuck did you get here? <laughs> and how are you dry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's so great. It's, it's just so, so good. It's so good. Oh, see, we're hyping it up too much. People are going to watch it. And I be know, like, that like, was garbage. It was fine. <laughs> There's lesbians in it. Goodbye. <laughs> they should cut those scenes out. They should cut those. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get an airplane and watch it. <laughs> so there is Beanie Feldstein. There we love is. her. We, we love her. her. We love She's going to keep doing great things. Dan her. Yeah. I can't wait to see what else she does. I'm in yep. love. I'm in love. Well, good. Good times. That's that. Um, next week is WePod, yes? It is a WePod, and yes. It's, and it's me, I no. Yeah, No, it's you? Yeah. Oh, thank God, because I hadn't picked anything. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. No, mine is the lady. Yeah, you'll okay. do the lady, and then you'll do the WePod subsequently. That's right. Got it. Ah, yes, yes. Do you know what we're doing for the WePod? I do. We're going to watch the documentary. Joan Rivers, a piece of work. Okay. I know. I know. You know what? I think I may have seen that. Oh, well, good. You can revisit. Joan Rivers is, was a piece of fucking work. Spoiler. Was- spoiler alert. I do not appreciate her or if her you comedy. Couldn't tell, but maybe we'll have a lively discussion. Oh, we fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> ah. um, all right. Uh, I'm sorry. What is it called? Joan Rivers. A piece of work. A piece of work. I think I've seen it, but I'll obviously watch it again. All right. Perfect. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> well, if you want to send us an email, three funny ladies at gmail.com. Um, follow us on the Insta, which I will get better at. I promise. I fucking promise at three funny ladies, the numeral three. And uh, we will be back next week. We sure will, buddies. Okay, bye. Okay, um, bye.